What's going on, guys? My name is Moore Milo. I'm Ross Anarelli. And this is the 52 Podcast, 52 books, 52 weeks, making every single week count. Thank you guys so much for returning. If you are returning, for those of you that are new, what we do here is we read a book a week, go over some of the key points so that you guys can learn from all the stuff that we read and or listen to so you don't have to read it and or listen to it. Uh, so check us out if you are too lazy to read books. What we do is we recap them for you. We also usually chat about the news or what's going on in the world for a few minutes. Just so you guys know, before we get into the news, what we are reading this book is a book called Hunch by uh, Bernadette Iwa, I believe an Australian young lady that wrote a book about uh, creating hunches for businesses that you want to start. So we'll get into that in a minute. In the meantime, uh, guys, we are still in this pandemic madness, and it's a little crazy. But instead of bringing you guys more terrorizing news that you hear on the news and every single where every other place that you can, you know, ingest media, you're hearing negative stuff about what's happening. There's actually a lot of opportunity. If you look at the flip side of what's happening here, there's a significant amount of opportunity that a lot of different businesses are really thriving through. So, Ross, you, do you have any examples that come off, you know, off the top of your head of companies that are doing well right now during this craziness? Well, you have a lot of advertising companies that are, are still doing fairly well, especially online companies such as Snapchat, Facebook, companies along those lines. And then you're also seeing an uptick in advertisements coming from a lot of consumer products, a lot of food items, a lot of consumer electronics, things like that, because they understand that the consumer not only is home, but are bored. So you're seeing an uptick greatly coming from you know people in those industries. If you're not someone who's sitting at home bored, maybe you're a business owner, you're also seeing a lot of opportunities come up through the uh, stimulus plan that's going through the government at this point. So all of us, if you are you know, making less than about 75000 and then it goes up a little bit less than about 100000 you are due about a $1,200 automatic payment from the government that should be coming direct deposit to your account if you filed your taxes for 2019. So that's money that either is going to help you not only in your personal life, but maybe you've been affected negatively by, you know, this pandemic and you can't work. But let's say you are still working. This $1,200, what are you going to do with it? You know, you can save it for a, a vacation in a few months. But what we're recommending is, you know, look for a new stock. If you're a new investor, you know, this could be a great time to start. You know, take $500 of that and, and buy into a few of your favorite companies and then start to learn and understand and get you to watch the market. Because there's a really big strength that comes when you wake up in the morning and one of the first things you're checking is the stock market. It is a way of essentially reading an entire newspaper within two seconds. You can get a full feel for what different industries, different companies, different markets are all doing at one time. So, you know, if you're in a place like that, look for what you can do and the positive that you can find, you know, from that $1,200. Or if you're looking larger scale, companies are able to get large loans for pretty much free. You know, if you're able to qualify, it can pretty much turn into a grant and you just have to pretty much promise to not lay off any of your current employees for a certain amount of time. So there's a lot of things coming around that can really be good if you're looking at from a business aspect, but if you are negatively affected by it, obviously it's going to be a harder time, but you know, we hope that some of the stuff that you learn from following along in these books will help keep you inspired and keep you motivated. What do you think, more? I agree. You know, it's one of those things where I actually saw a meme about this, about this this money that uh, that's being generated and passed around. 
in addition to the fact that, you know, we have all this time on our hands. So if you're not finding some sort of opportunity to further yourself in the business that you're currently in, find a side hustle, find a new hobby, find something to do that you can enjoy on your own, then what are you actually doing right now? Um, you know, me personally, I'm doubling down on, you know, this new industry that I just jumped into and, you know, learning more about the stock market. What are you doubling down on right now, Ross? Right now, I'm just kind of learning new skills. So I've seen a lot of companies that, uh, I forgot the one of the, the one I'm going through right now, but they normally charge $100 a month for their marketing course. And they have multiple, I think like six, seven of them. They are one of the leading online marketing courses you can take. And right now, um, they are doing it completely for free because of the pandemic. So I'm kind of on there just playing around and looking at a lot of different courses because this is some of the highest level stuff you're going to get for completely free. And then I'm also finding other online courses that are maybe $300 courses that they're selling for $25. You know, there's a lot of educational stuff out there that you can find, you know, and if you, you're not looking that the place I've always went on and more knows this is I go to Udemy, Udemy.com. It's phenomenal. They have a free section. You can find stuff on SEO, website building, marketing, coding, anything you want and you can find on there and learn. So we always look for new business skills. The one I'm working on right now is search engine optimization because I can build websites. We can market websites, but that's the one part, that SEO, that is a little bit of a weakness for me. And I would love to get that stronger because then when I sell a website, I can also package that in at an additional charge. And anyone who makes digital products or websites understands that you have a pretty good margin with what you're making once you make it enough because you can start to do things quicker. So I've been looking at a lot of these online courses and I really you know, advise a lot of people out there to just look, just Google marketing, coding, whatever you're interested in. I can guarantee you there's a high level course for it that is either free, that's been free on Udemy, or that is offered at an 80%, 90% discount on its normal price so that you can do it during this time. I dig it. Find an opportunity to learn, make something work, make something happen. It's a good opportunity to you know take the time that you have sitting on your hands and use your hands to do something good with them. So definitely a PSA from, uh, from us here about COVID-19 and what to, what to do during your bored ass time on, on, uh, on your couch watching Netflix. So with that being said, let's go ahead and go to the book that we read this week, Hunch uh, by Miss Jiwa. What did you think off the top? Um, it was kind of what I expected. I, I actually liked it. I knew it was going to fly a little bit more surface level, but it was it was nice. You see a lot of different stories and it brought in um, stories from creators that we've talked about in the past. So, like I said, I knew that we weren't going to be diving super deep. This book was going to be a little bit, like I said, surface level. But all in all, I really didn't have too many issues with it. It was a very easy read. This was, what, a four-hour book? But it, it didn't feel too tiresome to kind of go through. What do you think? She has a good voice. I agree. I think it's an, it's a, it was an easy read. But personally, the book was kind of boring, in my opinion. I mean, listen, we've read a lot of books that have a lot of different stories and anecdotes about certain things and what they did and how they did it and blah, 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 nah, nah, nah. But when it came to her actually presenting strategic mechanisms, very light, uh, which is kind of expected with a book that's more anecdotal. You know, it's, it's more of a, a fun read, a little bit less about the tools and the things that you're going to pull out of it, more about creating the inspiration. 
So from a inspirational standpoint, from a place of creating an open mind, yeah, she did a great job with the book. I agree. Um, but, you know, again, didn't doesn't resonate for me for some reason, one reason or another. It wasn't 100 percent, you know, what I was um, what I was hoping for uh, in regards to like a mechanical, strategic way to work off of your hunches and create um, a particular ideology around a subject or around um, a technology that you want to go and develop. Uh, which would have been, in my opinion, a little bit more useful for me uh, personally as a reader that you know wants that. Uh, but for anyone that's looking for a great inspirational book that's going to give you a little bit of anecdotal fun uh, with some people that created some cool stuff out of nothing, yeah, it's a good one. It's not bad. Yeah, I think I think my real takeaway was, and we we had it actually in you know previous books as well, but it's one of those where you know, what creates creativity or inspiration. And it's not that someone is born with more of something or less. It's really, you know, like they always say, you make your own luck. You know, the culmination of if you're able to keep working, keep pushing, uh, you're really going to see some positive results. And the one that I think is the easiest for people to understand was they talked about at the end of the book about Harry Potter, about J.K. Rowling, how she went to, you know, 11, 12 different publishers and they all denied her. And then you have the final guy who ended up, you know, publishing the book. And the big thing with him was that his daughter got a, you know, he let his daughter read it and she loved it. I mean, she couldn't put it down. And so that was a big driving force for why he decided to publish her book, Harry Potter, the very first two. But the other thing, too, that I thought was interesting was it made me think of last week's book where they talk about the universe this, the universe that. And they were saying in this book you know, what made him more likely to publish these Harry Potter books versus the other 11 skilled publishing houses? They're like, was it the fact that, you know, he lost his parents at a young age? Like they like what happened in Harry Potter? Was it the fact that, you know, his daughter loved the book so much? Was it, you know, all these other reasons? And, you know, it's kind of one of those things where last week's book would have called it the universe giving her a sign. You know, the universe was what told this guy that he needed to publish the Harry Potter books because his daughter loved it, and this book resonated with his personal life as a child, you know? So it makes you think about how certain people are not more prepared for different events, but some of them may be seeing different results from the same thing because of their past, which makes perfect sense. But then it makes you wonder, you know, what made that guy so kind of inspired by it? And would anyone else be able to get to that same level? So it's just different. It's interesting always to see different people's lives and what goes into their decisions. But yeah, it was it was it was rather light. You know, we do love books on this show that you know really give you those action plans. And I think part of that is just moronized mentality because we've kind of done it before. The the little inspiration from the first few steps doesn't go as far with us because like we said, it, we're not reinventing the wheel. And we always say that in business. People have done it before. It just, just happens learn a lot. When you read a lot of books, when you read a lot of books, there's going to be a lot of repetition in the way that people want to do things. So you get a lot of that repetition, and especially when you're looking at, you know, overall overarching business ideas like hunches to create a business, like the very, very overarching massive idea. So you're going to have a lot of similarities from all the previous books that we've read. I mean, I think that the biggest thing that, if we really want to dive into inspiration, I think there's one real underlying thing that 
powerful and you know successful people have that eventually gets them to the results that they're looking for. And I think it has to do with passion. I think that inspiration has to come from passion, whether it's a passion for what you're doing or for who you are being um, or who you are affecting or whatever it is. It has to, there has to be some sort of serious deep fire burning inside of you to create something. Because without that intention, the intentionality more correctly of, of going and creating something from that place of burning fire and passion it's really hard to, you know, break through skulls and, and, and get into people's heads and minds and, and hearts and create powerful tools for other people. So I think if we really want to talk about inspiration, we want to talk about where you're going to get those ideas, where that next big idea is going to come from. It's going to come from something that you're really, really passionate about. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a particular thing. Like for me, it's cars. I've always been a, a car guy. So that's where my passion led me into the car business. Right, but now I'm going into a different business and I'm finding a different passion. Right, there's something else that's dri that's my driving force in that particular case. I'm in credit card merchant processing sales, merchant services, you know, providing you know all the pencil pushing, pa paperwork pushing um, solutions for you know any business. So it's a little bit more boring. But what do I find passion in? Creating relationships, being connected to other people, and being influential in their business. That's my underlying passion. Now, creating success is a mixture of you know, luck and, and perseverance, but you know what they say about luck, right? Luck is when, you know, opportunity, uh, what, what is it? When timing meets opportunity, or what is it? Opportunity meets preparation, right? That's the terminology. Mm -hmm. When preparation meets opportunity is luck. So, yeah, it's all about perseverance, preparation, and opportunity. And without that underlying passion, without that fire underneath all of the mechanics and all of the things that you're doing, the intention behind the, the work, you can't, you're not going to be able to make ripples in the world, you know, without, without true intention and without true passion, people aren't going to follow you. So you could even go back to, you know, you wanted to create a big business idea, you know, create the, the leader that's going to create the big business idea through the passion that they have. That's my opinion. You know, what's funny, you know, what's again, funny is your, your tone makes me think of when we hear people that tell us they have an app idea or they're going to start their own business and this and that. And how we always just get inherently annoyed because they <laughs> it's that they're so naive in the sense of like, yeah, I believe that your app is great and this and that, but they haven't yet grasped just how hard it's going to be. You know, I have a great idea. I have a friend who's going to give me a hundred thousand dollars. It's going to be great. I just need some investors and I'm gonna get a programmer and then boom, you know, and it, you can tell your voice in this, this kind of hit the same mark view where it's like, great. Yeah, I get it. I have a, good idea, you have this, but what do I do with it? You know what I mean? And I think that's something that, you know, we hear all the time. We live in LA. Everyone's got an app idea. Everyone's got something, but no one really wants to work. They'll, they'll make it look like they're working. They'll sure post all day that they're doing stuff or they're creating new music or something like that. But it's, it's something where, you know, a lot of people don't actually know the action plans. And I think for me and you, where we're at in our stage in our life, we kind of crave the books that are there for the action plan, which isn't for everybody. There's a lot of our listeners that, you know, really are looking to try to get that first bit of inspiration and get that light. And then I think they listen to some of the other books we read to try to find those next steps. But I agree. I think I think our next book is going to have to be a little bit more action oriented in some way. But this was a nice segue from Super Attractor, which didn't have the most to do with with business i would say 
and then now we're getting a little bit more in. So this should segue us into next week. Um, we'll pick another book soon about what we want to have and, and see how kind of strong we can get it. Because I agree, I think we're in need for an action plan. But it is nice. It is, I do enjoy some of these books to kind of get that inspiration because we always talk. You know, right now we're on the look for our next idea, but it's one of those things where you can't really force it. You have to find your passion and go from there. And there it is. That's the that's really the truth about it. I mean, it's, it's every person is going to be different in their journey and going to need something different at that moment. So I think I think Ross said it really well. I think you articulated it really well. I think that yes, I think we definitely need to do a big action plan book, something that's going to give us some uh, some real meat and potatoes to jump on the podcast and really have a chat as opposed to talking about you know overarching um, items. But I will say this: if you are looking for a little bit of inspiration and you enjoy anecdotes about how people created inspiration for themselves and then created cool businesses out of it, it's a good book for you. Um, you know, it didn't match, I don't think it matched me in my moment in this journey, particularly at, for me this week, but you know, to each their own and you know, every book is going to have its place in the shelf. And, uh, this one definitely does. It definitely has a, a wonderful place in the inspiration and, you know, creating openness and creativity shelf. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, it was kind of when you have a short book, the podcast comes out shorter. Um, well, I don't think it was even short. You know, I, I, the book was still a four-hour book. So yeah, in comparison to a three hundred page, four hundred page read, it was a short book. But I think that the issue with us having a long podcast or having a lot to say in this particular book is that a lot of the book was stories about people and what they were creating. So yeah, are you going to be able to take different? key points out of the uh, out of those stories sure but you know, you're, usually you'll get a different point for for every story per, for a different person you know you're going to see different things so it's kind of yeah. it's kind of a perspective game very true very true like i said i think i think depends on where you are in your not only your your personal life but your your professional life as well to kind of see what you need you know this is just another form of kind of that gary v try to get you up off your ass in a way but a little sure. bit less getting you moving and more of just like letting you understand that anyone is is capable of it. You know, they talked about the Airbnb guys and things like that. You know, just incredible ideas. And I think the, you know, to close it out a little bit, my big takeaway was what we've talked about before, which is don't take no for an answer and also don't be afraid to fail. You know, they hit our mark, which we always talk about, which is, you know, we love feedback, positive or negative. We actually prefer the negative feedback because it helps us right. be better and create something new positive feedback never hurts you know don't want to get that misconstrued but they talked about you know how don't take no for an answer and they talked really about how the majority of these big companies all got rejected multiple multiple times before they went off so you know it's really saying if you truly believe that this is the best idea or going to be a strong company and, and everything is going to be you know work out good for you if you stay persistent then you really just need to keep pushing as far as you can you know and don't take no for an answer you know at a certain time yeah it may be time to to hang it up but you know push a little bit farther than you think you should and see what happens that's kind of my big Absolutely. takeaway i think from the book okay so is that, would you say those are your final thoughts on the book or do you have anything probably else to add? that's that's all i got so yeah put that as my final thoughts okay so i'll jump into my final thoughts um again 
great book for someone looking for a motivational piece, kind of like a lightweight Gary V. Yeah, totally. Um, if you're looking for particular mechanisms and, and mechanics on how to achieve certain things, it's not there. Uh, if you're looking for some ideological, inspirational, you know, information, then yeah, that's going to be there. But you know, I think that intentionality in regards to which book you're picking, and if this book is the one that you want to pick, um, make sure that you're looking at the shelf for inspirational, you know, open-minded kind of books that'll just kind of get your mind flowing. Um, as opposed to give you specific tools and tasks. Uh, so my, my takeaway is this is not a, a guidebook. Um, it is kind of a preface. It's the prerequisite to starting your journey. It's not a, uh, it's not a rule book or a guidebook in any way. Uh, and with that being said, guys, we can go ahead and close this guy out. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Again, for those of you that are new, um, thank you so much for joining us for the first time on the podcast. For those of you that re are returning, uh, we love you guys. Thank you guys for, for sticking with us um, and, and being there with us as we learn and grow through this beautiful journey uh, of reading lots and lots of books and creating lots and lots of content. So thank you guys so much for everything. Um, my name is Moore Milo. I'm Ross Anarelli. This is the 52 Podcast, 52 weeks, 52 books, making every single week count. Have an incredible Monday, and we'll see you guys next week. Take care.